Okay, today's daf is Gitin daf Nun Zayin. We're holding on daf Nun Vav Amid Beis, five lines from the end of the page in Nun Vav Amid Beis. We were describing the wicked uh, Titus HaRasha, and the Gemara is going to go into some detail about, uh, about Titus HaRasha, who did some terrible things, and it's going to tell us how Unculus, before converting, uh, consulted with three terrible Rashaim uh, who were already dead, before making the decision to convert, to find out what the ultimate status of the Jewish people is up in Shemayim. The Gemara is going to tell the story of the destruction of a place called Har HaMelech, which apparently was a very, very large area. The Gemara is going to tell three stories of Tzitkus, of the people who lived in Kfar Schania, and explain if uh, people were such great tzaddikim there, why is it that it was destroyed? And then we're going to tell us, uh, the Gemara is going to describe the incredible amounts of Jewish blood that was spilled at the destruction of Beitar. So many, many stories about the destruction of different Jewish cities. This is why this Gemara is permissible to learn during Tisha B'Av. This is all about the Chorban. The Gemara is going to tell, tell us the story of Nevozradan killing so many Jews because of the blood of Zechariah that wouldn't uh, settle. It's going to tell us uh, how the destiny of various Rishayim and their offspring that turned out to uh, to be a, a pretty good destiny. The Gemara is going to tell us the stories of incredible Messiris Nefesh, of 400 children who committed suicide, and a woman whose seven sons were all willing to be Moser Nafsham Al-Kiddush Hashem, and then the Daf is going to conclu- conclude with five interpretations of the Pasuk, Ki Alecha Ragnu Kalayom. In what sense do we say, Ki Alecha Ragnu so we're just finishing off the story of Titus. We left off five lines from the bottom of the page. When he died, he says, I want that uh, when I get killed, that they should burn my body and it should be spread, the ashes should be spread over the seven seas. Because I don't want that the God of the Jewish people should be able to find me and uh, allow me to stand to stand trial for my sins. Unculus Barcolonicus Bar Achte de Titus Hava. Unculus was a nephew of Titus. By Ligure, when he wanted to convert, Azal Aiske the Titus Benegida, he brought up the spirit of Titus using uh, some sort of uh, way of bringing up, uh, using Ove as a way of channeling the spirit of Titus. Amalei Man Chashubu Alman. He said to Titus, who's considered Chashub in that world? Amalei Yisrael. He said the Jewish people are. Malid Bukebuhu. You think it's a good idea to connect to them? Well, they have so many mitzvahs, it's going to be very, very difficult for you to fulfill all the mitzvahs. So your best, uh, your best plan would be, go and attack them, in this world, in Olamazeh, and at least in Olamazeh, you'll be in charge, you'll be the head, you'll be someone who's a chash person. Because whoever causes grief to the Jewish people always seems to be in, uh, at the top of the world. Anyone who's who causes grief to the Jewish people becomes the Rosh. So you're not going to get Olam Abba anyway. You may as well enjoy your Olam Azeh by being a terrible anti-Semite. So uncle says to his uncle, how's it going for you up there or down there? They're doing to me exactly what I had said. I said that they should burn me and uh, spread me over the seven seas. Every day they gather all my ashes and they judge me and they burn me again. 
Shevyami, and they spread me over the seven seas. Azal Aski Bilam Bidagida. So Unclus was not yet convinced, so he decided to go consult with Bilam by bringing up Bilam's spirit. Amalei Man Alma. Who's considered Chashav in that world? Amalei Yisrael. The Jewish people are Malad Bukibuhu. You think it's a good idea to connect to them? Amalei Lo Sidur Shlom Vutavasim Kalayamim. No, you should you shouldn't desire anything good with them. Amalei Dine Du Gavra Bimai. Well, how's it going for you down there? Amalei Beshich Vazara Rotachas. They're burning me in boiling Shich Vazara. Azal Aski Bidagida Poshe Yisrael. He then uh, he then channeled the spirit of Poshe Yisrael. He pointed out that this was uh, a censor's edition. It was a Yeshu that they uh, they took the uh, he he went to, what, because all the others were individuals. So this is probably also an individual who's referred to as a Poshe Yisrael. Amalei Man So he said to him, Who's Chashav in that world? Amalei Yisrael. The Jewish people are Malid Bukibuhu. What about connecting to them? Amalei Tavasim Drosh Raasim Lo Tidrosh. You should look after their good and not not their evil. You should try to do good by them. Anyone who starts up with them, it's as if you're poking your own eye out when you start up with the Jewish people. How are you suffering in the next world? The boiling excrement. Anyone who mocks the Divrei Chachamim is going to uh, pay by suffering with boiling excrement. Says the Gemara, take a look at the difference between the advice offered by the Poshe Yisrael, by Yeshu, who says that you should only be Dorish, the good of Klal Yisrael, and the, uh, and, and the Nevi'im of Umos HaOlam, Bilam, who is a Navi, who uh, recommended to do terrible to Klal Yisrael. So you see that uh, Jew is always, is always going to be, is always going to have that, that, that enhanced level of sensitivity. And the Ion Yaakov, he explains, why is it that Unclus went to three different people, Davka, Titus, Bilam, and Poshe Yisrael? So he explains that in general, Ein Eitz HaPachos Mishlosha, Chazal say in a number of places, in Sota Dafiralf, in Sanhedrin's of Tzadi Gimel, Shlosha Hayu Ba'osa Eitzah, that there are always three people, if you want to have good Eitzah, Ein based in Pachos Mishlosha. Decisions typically are best made with a group of three people. Um, the reason is because there's always one extreme, there's always another extreme, and then there's always a moderate voice. So you have a, a Chacham, a Shota, a Tzadik, a Rasha, a Gibor, a Chalash, and then there's a Benini in, uh, in, in each of the Midos. So it's important to have to get a, a complete Eitzah to have someone who could represent each extreme and someone who represents the middle ground. In fact, that's what some of the posts can understand. The Basin of Shlosha is supposed to operate. That there should be each two of the, the members of the Basin are supposed to play a role. They're supposed to each take a side to argue it out, and then the third member of the basin should sort of be the moderator in order for them to, to flesh out all the arguments. The Maharal, however, the Maharal Chidush HaGadus explains that there are three types of Rishayim. There are those that are of the Avodazar, that's called Ra L'Shemayim. There are those that are Megala Arayos, that's called Ra La'atzmo. It's disgusting, it's Mius, and it's the lowest level of, uh, of, of a human, human behavior, someone who's connected to Gile Arayos. And then there's Shofich Damim, that's Ra Acherim. Those three uh, those three Averos relate to three parts of a person. Avodazara is a Pagam in a person's Seichel. Gili Arayos is a Pagam in his Guf. Shvichus Dam is a Pagam in his Nefesh. So Unclus asked, these three Risham will represent these three Averos. Titus was a very special murderer. He was Miyuchad in his Shvichus Damim. Bilam was Miyuchad in Gili Arayos with his Ason, with his donkey. And uh, the Oso Ish was Poshe Yisrael, was Davuk Ba'avodazara, was Mesus Madiach, 
Kol Yisrael is Mesa Madiach as many people as he can, he's still, uh, you know, still st- the impact is still still being felt. So that's why he wanted to consult Dafka, these three people who had these three experiences. Um, the uh, Tanya, Amr of Lazar, Take a look at how strong Busha is, how powerful a force Busha is. We read this story yesterday of Bar Kamsa, and it was because of the embarrassment that Bar Kamsa suffered that Kodesh Baruch was willing to destroy his base Amikdash in order to uh, to avenge Bar Kamsa's embarrassment. At uh, the the Maral asked the Kasha, the Gemara says in Yuma that the base Amikdash was destroyed by Avon Sinaschinam. So why does it say over here that Kodesh Baruch destroyed the base Amikdash because of the Koach of Busha, which was was Sinaschinam, or is it the Koach of Busha? So he says that over here the Gemara is trying to explain why Kodesh Baruch destroyed his base Amikdash in terms of the sins of Klal Yisrael, that if Klal Yisrael sinned, HaKadosh Baruch Hu should have brought other uh, punishments. So it says that HaKadosh Baruch Hamikdash was because Koach HaBusha, that uh, the Busha connects HaKadosh Baruch Hamikdash based on the Mishra Navos, Mal Mbnei Chavir Brabim, Ein Lochelech Lol because it's Selem HaAdam, the Selem Elkim that a person has, and uh, that, that, uh, that, that, that gives a person a special Koach Eloki, so Mal Mbnei Chavir has no Chelech Lol because when you're Mal Mbnei Adam, you're Pogeya and that Selim Elokim that a person has and that Koach Elokim that he has. So therefore, you don't have a Chelik in Olam Abba because Olam Abba is our connection to godliness. So there's no there's no Gashmius at all in Olam Abba. It's pure spirituality. So too, Beis Hamikdash is called Beis Elokim. It's a Makom Kadosh in this world where it's completely spiritual. So because of Busha, a person takes away that Selim Elokim. So we lose that uh, that sense of uh, of godliness. So that's the uh, the concept of Busha. Because of a Tarnagol and Tarnagolasa, the Tor Malka was destroyed. Har Hamelech was destroyed. They used to have a practice when they would get married, that when they bring out a Chasan and Kala, they would bring out a chicken and a rooster as well. And that was uh, because a uh, chicken and a rooster is called a Gever, so they're always symbolic of human beings and also Tsusim and Bracha, Puravu, like chickens. So that's, uh, that, that, that's what was symbolic. That's why by, uh, by Kaparos, the practice is many people, they use chickens, they use it because that's, it's a gever, it's called a gever, so since it's called a gever, so it represents in some way a human being, so but they will bring this out as simon kloma pruvu kitarnagolim, as simon bracha that we should be pruvu kitarnagolim, and, uh, and again the marsha points out because it's called a gever, that's why we dafki use tarnagolim as the symbol of pruvu and not like fish or something else that also has this incredible ability to, uh, to, to multiply. Yomachad of a Kahal of Gundu Dromai. One day, Roman troops were coming to, through town. Shaklinu and they took the Tarnagol of the Tarnaglasa. So the Jewish people attacked them. How could you take the Tarnagol of the Tarnaglasa that we had set aside for someone's wedding? So this Roman troop went and reported to Kesar that the Jewish people are rebelling. He attacked them. There happened to have been one Jew who was able, who was an incredible warrior. He was able to jump a whole meal at a time and kill everyone in between. The case I took off his crown and put it on the ground. Master of the whole world. Please don't hand over my whole, my whole Malchus into the hand of one person because they have this one incredible warrior. The, the Bardroma said something that was inappropriate. 
appropriate. He said, He said, that we don't need a Kodesh Baruch Hu, that we could, uh, we could fight the war on, on, on our own. So it says the Gemara, Wait a second, he was just quoting a Pasuk. That's a Pasuk in Tehillim. David Amel said the same thing. Why is that that, uh, that this Bar Joma did something so terrible? So Gemara explains, No, David David said it in the lesson of Bitmia. Why? You think Hashem is not fighting our wars? You think Hashem is not fighting? Of course Hashem is fighting with us. Marshall explains that, uh, that, that, that David Melech and the Bardroma both said the same Lashon. So, how do we know that David was saying it Lashon to me, or the Bardroma was saying it Benichusa? So, he explains that David Melech said this in the middle of a Mizmor that's Meshabeach, the Yeshua Hashem. So, it has to be that he's saying it Lashon to me, as opposed to the Bardroma just said it on its own. So, a lot of times you could figure things from context. So, since he didn't provide context, it was clear that he wasn't being Matmiya. But David Melech clearly uh, provided context. Context for it, where it was obvious that he was being matmiya. All the beisakisei, so this Barjoma went to the beisakisei. Also, darkona, darkona, some type of a snake, some type of creature came, shamte lekrukushiv nachnavshe, and tore out his insides, and he died. Amar holvis rachsh nisa hazim nashavkinu. So the case said, since the nace happened that uh, my nemesis died, so I'll leave the Jewish people alone for now. Shavkinu vazel is darkavach v'shasu v'liku shargi adischazi b'liyon v'dushpanka b'rochok mila. So he left them alone, but then the Jewish people went to celebrate, and they lit torches and candles, and they had such a celebration that you could see a meal away, you could see the image on a coin. That's how many uh, candles they lit. Apparently, it was very common that they would, light, uh, they, they would light a lot of fires as a sign of celebration. That's why the Simchas Beis HaShueva, the Gemara says, that a person was able to, uh, a woman was able to sift and to be able to tell the difference between dirt and little kernels of wheat by the ore of the Simchas Beis HaShueva because that's how they celebrated. They celebrated by lighting a lot of lights. So, uh, so they, 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 over here as well, there was this massive public celebration. So the Kesar said to himself, wait a second, they're celebrating the, the, against me, they're celebrating my demise. So he decided, that's it, I'm attacking them again. 300,000 sword bearers went to Haramelech, and they spent three full days and three full nights killing people. So on one side of the mountain, there were chuppas and there were dancing circles, and everyone was still celebrating, and even realize that on the other side of the mountain there was mass murder going on. That's a reference to the 600,000 cities that Yanayamelech had on Haramelech. And each of those cities had 600,000 people. Except for three of them, there are twice as many as the Yotzim Mitzrayim. What were the three that were extraordinarily large? Kfar Bish, Kfar Shekhaim, Kfar Dechraya. Why were they each called this uh, name? Kfar Bish? Kfar Bish means like the bad village. They were bad. They were. Uh, they 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 they, uh, they didn't give. Uh, uh, they didn't host people who were guests. So they were very stingy. Kfar Shechlaim Shaisa Parnasasim and Shechlaim. It was called Kfar Shechlaim because their Parnasa was from selling cress, a type of uh, type of food. Kfar Dechraya Amrav Yochan Shein Lo 
was called such because they would have a male son, they would have a male child first, then a female child, and then they would stop having children. The says that that if you have a daughter first, it's a simen yafa to have uh, to have a lot of children. So they had a son first, so it wasn't a simen yafa lebanim, and that's why they had a son, a daughter, and that was it. So that's a question. Does that mean that it's simen yafa that it's going to be a bracha that a person will be able to have a lot of children, or that it's going to be easier to raise the children? That practically speaking, when your oldest is a girl, she tends to help out with the uh, with the younger children, so it becomes easier to uh, to raise the children. Amar as someone suggested, Nafkamina would be if uh, a friend of mine, Rabbi Tanel Grala, had twins first, and the eldest uh, was a uh, boy. So he wanted to know is that Bas So if it's a matter of practicality, so yeah, so Bas he's got it, his eldest is also a girl, pretty much. So, but if it's a matter of no, that the first one out is uh, okay. I don't know. I don't know if that's Nafkamina. Amrul He said, I saw that place. Okay, the place is so tiny; you couldn't even hold six hundred thousand blades of grass. Let us six hundred thousand reeds, let alone 600,000 cities that each have 600,000 people in it. I've seen the place. You guys are a bunch of liars. There's no way that this whole story ever happened. One thing you need to know about Eretz Yisrael is that it's an Eretz Tzvi. It's like the skin of a deer. Just like a Tzvi, it looks like the skin is too small for its body, for its muscles, so to Eretz Yisrael, when, when, when there's Yishuv in Eretz Yisrael, somehow it expands to accommodate all the Yishuv in Eretz Yisrael. They were sitting together. If anyone knows anything really good about the Kfar Shani Yishal Mitzrayim, they should share that information about the Kfar Shani Yishal Mitzrayim. So Pasachad Mi'ayva Amar. One of them got up and he said, There was a story of Yisim there was a story of an Arus and an Arusa who were ca- captured together um, amongst the Ovdei Chavim and they married them off to each other, hoping to, uh, that they should have children who should be Avadim. Incredible. They were in love with each other. They wanted to marry each other. They were destined to marry each other. And she says to him, But wait, we don't have a Ksuba. And uh, you can't, a Kala without a Ksuba is Asura. So don't touch me. We shouldn't be together. And he didn't touch her till the day he died. And when he died, let me say a hesped for this for this guy because he he overcame his yetsarhara even more than Yosef Atzadik did. Yosef had to overcome his yetsarhara in a single moment. This fellow each and every day had to overcome his yetsarhara. Yosef wasn't in the same bed as Yishas Potiphar. We had to sleep in the same bed. Plus, by Yosef, it wasn't his wife. So it's very easy for a person to be more a heter because it was his wife, I'm his Arusa. So there's a lot of reason to assume ah, that we don't have a ksuba, that a, but he could have easily been more a heter. So that's an incredible level of overcoming uh, the Yetzirah. The Acharim raised the question, she says that by Yosef, it was only Shah Achas. It says by Yosef, Yosef, Yom Yom. The Gemara tells us in Yuma, that Isha's Potiphar's Meshadalto Bedavarim, Kol Yom V'Yom. It wasn't only Shah Achas. In Yifei Talmud, he suggests that Isha's Potiphar was not was 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 only with Yosef for a moment each day. So as long as he steeled himself for that moment to be able to to build up that moment, that he knew that that's where he was going to have to use up his willpower, so then he can regenerate the willpower over the course of the of the coming day. But with them, it was twenty four seven. They were living together the entire.
entire time. That's what it means that it was just a single moment. It wasn't just a single. It was a single moment each and every day. Pasach idach farmer. Another one told the story of Tzidkus of the people of Kfar Schania. One time it used to be that 40, 40 modios of tevua, a certain measure of grain, cost a dinar. And then the prices changed and they went up in, in price. Now you can only buy 39 for a dinar. And they went and they did a cheshbina nefesh over that. Gas prices go up by 5 cents and they do a cheshbina nefesh of what did we do wrong? Why is it that that, uh, that, that happened? Everything they took as a simon minashamayim. And in fact, they found avubno shabal anarim rasa a father and a son who had both been boiled in Aram Ras on Yom Kippur. They viewed him the basin of Sakum, so they took care of it, they gave him skila, the Khazar Shalim Kama. Then the prices went back to the way they were, because they understood every simon in Ashamaim. Right? That's called Odido Fek. A Khrushbarhu knocks, he knocks a little bit. Then we have to be we have to be attuned to that little knock. And if we don't hear the little knock, the knock gets harder and harder and harder. So this is uh, they, they they were attuned to every little thing and they were they, they were able to address it immediately. Pasakhidakvamar, a third mice of our a guy had decided to divorce his wife. was very expensive. So it was, uh, that's the point of Aksuba that it should be difficult to divorce his wife. So Ma also, what did he do? He got a bunch of his friends together. He got them good and drunk, and then he lied them down when they fell asleep together in the same bed as his wife. And he took the white of an egg and he put it between them to make it look like she was uh, novellus to them. And he set up Edim, Ubal the Bezin, and they came to Bezin. Ha'isham zakin yachamita midi shamei azakin bab ben buta shema. Bab ben buta was a talmud shamei azakin was in the Bezin. Amalein kach mukulani mishamei azakin. I have a kabbalah from shamei azakin. Love and Bezin solid minar v'shichvazar adoch minar. That the difference between love and Bezin and shichvazar is they react differently to fire. One uh, becomes uh, congeals and uh, and comes closer together, contracts, and the other one be, uh, gets pushed away from the fire. Batku matzu kedvarav, and they went and they did this test and they found that he was correct. And they found that it was uh, all a farce, and that she hadn't committed uh, Gilearias. They revealed the Basin So they brought this fellow, this uh, this winner of a husband, to Basin, and they gave him Malkus. They collected the Ksuba from him. If people were such sadikim in this town that they had such a sense of justice that they immediately took care of whatever problems that they had, so why were they punished? Because they didn't, they were not misabla Yushalayim properly. That those who are misabul yushlaim ultimately will be able to celebrate. Will be zochav rabbi simchasa. Those who are not misabul yushlaim are destined to suffer. We mentioned that because of the side of a woman's chariot. Betar was destroyed. What's the story? The minig was when a child was when when a baby boy was born, they would plant an arza tree. And when a baby girl was born, they would plant a tornisa tree. And when they would get married, they would cut them down and they would make a chuppah out of these uh, out of these trees. Some of the posts can discuss if these trees were fruit bearing trees, how it is that they were allowed to that they were allowed to cut them down. So some uh, suggest they quotes Poskim that say that if you plant a tree meikara al to cut it down, then you're allowed to you're allowed to cut it down. And that was obviously the plan all along was they planted these trees to be used for the chuppah. So one day the daughter of Kesar was passing through town. It the side of her 
chariot broke, so she needed some wood to replace it. So they cut down an eris tree, which was planted for some young man, and they uh, and they used it. So the Jewish people came and attacked her. She went and reported back to the case that the Jewish people are rebelling. And in fact, uh, he attacked them. And that, that was the story of the destruction of Betar. Now the Gemara is going to describe the incredible amounts of blood, that uh, of Jewish blood that was spilled in the destruction. Gada Bachari Af Kol Keren Yisrael. Amar Bzir Amar Bivar Amar Biyochan. Elu Shmona Melav Karnei Melchama Shenichtus Lukrach Beitar. There were eighty thousand Karnei Melchama that went into the the city of Beitar Bishashalachdua at the time that it was uh, that it was captured. Vahargubah Nashim Nashim Mitaf and they killed so many men, women, and children. Shalach Dam Nafal Yamagadol till the uh, blood spilled into the Yamagadol. Shematamar Kravay. So unless you think the Yamagadol is nearby, Ruchalka is a mil. It was a mil uh, distance away. Tainer Blazer there are two streams one that goes in one direction the other in the other direction and the Chum figured when they looked at those streams that it was only about two thirds water and one third blood that's how much blood was spilled below Zevil that for seven years they didn't need any uh, any Zevil in order to uh, in, in order to allow their vineyards to grow because of the blood of the Jewish people was helping the the vines grow just fine without uh, without any help, without any manure, without anything else to help the vines grow. That in this bika, Nuvzradan, the Rav Tabachim killed two hundred and ten thousand people. Yushlaim Harag Tishim Ba'arba Ribo and Yushlaim he killed uh, ninety four times ten thousand. Al Evan Achas all on one stone. Al Shahalak Damn Vinagab Damashal Zakaria because their blood connected to the blood of Zechariah or until their blood connected to the blood of Zechariah and that way it avenged Zechariah's death at the hands of the Jewish people who didn't like the fact that Zechariah was giving us Musr about Avodazar and that's a fulfillment of the passing so the Gemara tells us the story in a little bit more detail they found, he found that the blood of Zechariah was boiling it was still actively boiling he said, what is going on over here? What is with this blood? Oh, it's blood of carbonos that happens to be spilled on the ground. So he brought the bloods of different animals to compare it to the blood that was on the ground. And it wasn't the same. It didn't look exactly the same. He says, if you uh, tell me with the truth, then good. Otherwise, I'm going to comb your skin with iron combs. What, what do you want us to tell you? We had a Navi, that was giving us a lot of Musr. So, we, uh, we got up and we killed him. And ever since then, his blood won't rest. His blood is uh, constantly boiling. So, Nevizradin says, I'll take care of it. I'm going to calm him down to make his blood stop boiling. So, he brought all the members of the Sanhedrin and he killed them all right over that blood, and still the blood didn't stop. He brought young men and young women. Killed them over that blood. And again, the blood didn't rest. He brought young young uh, students of Torah. And he thought that, that maybe that would work. That would be a kapara. And again, they, uh, he killed them. Didn't, uh, the, blood, the, blood, the blood didn't, didn't rest. He said, the, the, the best amongst the Jewish people I've just destroyed. You want me to 
want me to destroy Olam? You want me to kill every Jew before it's a kapara for your death? As soon as he said that, the blood rested. So at that moment, he thought to do tshuva. Omar, he said, For one life, this is the kind of uh, kapara that's necessary. I can't imagine what kind of onish is awaiting me after I just killed so many. I took away so many lives. So he went and he sent uh, a star pratasa, which go, go, details what he wants done with all of his possessions. So he sent that to his house and he went and he was Megayer and he became a Jew. Now the Gemara tells us that he wasn't the only one, uh, the only Russia that, that happened to have had a better end who uh, saw the light. Tana Naaman Gertoshev Haya. Naaman became a Gertoshev. He was Makabal upon himself, the Shev Mitzvos Benenoch. Nuvuzradan Gertzedek Haya. Nuvuzradan was actually a, uh, a, a, a Gertzedek. And the grandchildren of Haman were Lamdutar Bibnei Brak, are people who learned Torah in, uh, in Bnei Brak. The Gemara in Sanhedrin of Sadivav, the in Yaakov in Sanhedrin of Sadivav says that there's a Girsa, Umanu Rav Shmuel Barshilas. That Rav Shmuel Barshilas was from the offspring of Haman. So all the Achronim asked the Kasha that there is a Mechilta, there's a Medrash in Parshas Bishalach, that Rav Lazarum and Nishba Amakom Bekiso, Shim Yavo Echon Mikalumos Olamas Gayer, Sheikablos. So anyone wants to come from any uh, one of the other nations and be Megayer, will accept him. Umi beiso shalamalek lo yekablu also. Someone wants to come from a Malik, we will not accept him. So how is it that the Bnei Ban of Shalaman or Lomitar Bnei Brak that they became Gerim were not allowed to be Makabal Gerim from uh, from 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 uh, from a Malik? So that's the uh, the question. First of all, it's a question whether that Medrash is Halachalamaisa or the Medrash is uh, Medrash. Um, the uh, the Avnei Nezer writes that the reason we're not Makabal Gerim. Zara Malik is because the Tanabe Leo says that Alifa's um, said to Amalik his son that Al Maba is only Masukan for Klal Yisrael and you should help them dig Be'eros and Bizoch Al Maba. So once Amalik heard this, he became a Sone and a Rodef the Yisrael, and that the so the, the root of the sin of Amalik is that he doesn't want to be Nichna to Klal Yisrael. He doesn't want to be subservient in any way to Klal Yisrael. So even though he's Megayer, that's not a Hochacha that he wants to be Nichna to Klal Yisrael because Klal Yisrael, uh, um, he, he's becoming part of Klal Yisrael himself, so he doesn't need to be tafel to Klal Yisrael. But if he, 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 he um, if if you ever have a situation where, uh, so, so he says, so that's why we're not going to be makabel gerim from them because we assume that he's never going to be nichna. So uh, when Amalek are makabel themselves, uh, the different taxes and shibu to Klal Yisrael, then we can be makabel gerim. That's what the Avni Nezis says, like a darshin and time of the crowd kind of thing that you figure out what the reason is and then maybe if that reason doesn't apply. But in general there, there are like many, many different answers in the Achronim as to why it is that we were able to be Mechabel Gerim from Amalek. The B'nei Banav Shal Sisra taught children were Melamdei Tinochos in Yerushalayim. The B'nei Banav Shal Sancheriv Lamdei Torah Barabim. The B'nei Banav Shal Sancheriv taught Torah Barabim. Man Inun, who are the B'nei Banav Shal Sancheriv that taught Torah Barabim? Shmai of Avtalion. The great Shmai and Avtalion were descendants of, uh, of Sancheriv. The Rambam, the Me'iri Right, Shmaya Vavtalion were, were Gerim themselves. Maganovos, the Rashbates, asked that the Gemara Chagiga says that one of them was the Nasi and one of them was the Av Bezdin. And Chazal Havadrasha in Kiddush and Dafayin Vav, Mikarevachecha Tosmelachamelech, Shekhamasimashat Mesum Leyel Mikarevachecha. That any time you have a Surara that you appoint someone to, you're not allowed to appoint a Ger to the Surara. So how can you say Shmaya Vavtalion, one of them was the Nasi, one of them was an Av Bezdin? I, that's a Surara, Ger Mamish, is not allowed to be a Surara. So Maganovos says, 
that since there was no one else like them, no one else that was as good as them, so they were more rotwi for those positions, so they were able to be, they, the, the Torah only apostles gave them when there's someone else who's qualified, but when there's no one else who's qualified, then the Torah is not going to passel uh, gerim. The uh, the the Rav Moshe writes in the Grishmoshi or Deichel Gal Simul Chavav that there's no issue for the ger to be mekabel srara. So that's uh, so the the the, uh, the 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 it was uh, it was it's only an isra on minoy on the appointment. It's like uh, the Minchaschino has such a chiddush when it comes to melech v'lomalka. Some tas melech and melech v'lomalka that it's only a din in the sima that you're not allowed to appoint a malka. But if a melech dies and he only has a daughter, so then you'll have a malka. Then the, the the woman can be a king. It's only a din in the appointment. So it could be that Shmaya Naftali was so great that it happened Me'elav. It's just that everyone turned to them and they became. It wasn't no one. There was never there was never an official appointment necessary. So there's no Israel on them. It's Israel on Klal Yisrael. So Haina Duchsiv Nasati Asdam Al Tzach Sel Bilti Yachsos Hakol Kol Yaakov Ayadayim Deyesav. What's that pasuk referring to? Hakol Zeh Drainus Kesar Shavu Alzanji Shom Tzayim Shishim Rivel Shishim Rivel Kiflaim Kielsim Mitzrayim. The uh, voice of Yaakov was heard in Tefillah and crying when so many people were killed by. And again, the Kol Yaakov was heard very loudly when Aspasinus Kesar was killing so many people. is the terrible Malchus that destroyed our base of Anytime any Tfila works, it has to be that there's Zera Yaakov involved in the Tfila. Any successful war involves Zara Shalesav in some level. And now, now the Vahainu is not going on, on this line. Rashi points out Vahainu is going back on Kamsa and Bar Kamsa. That when we said that Lashon Hara caused the base of to be destroyed and so many tens of thousands to be, to be killed, that's what Rabbi says. Pasuk says, that we're going to end up suffering because of Lashon, because of sins of Lashon Hara. There was a story of 400 young boys and girls who were captured to be used uh, for, for terrible sins, for Mishkav Zachar and for the women, the girls to be taken as Pilagshim. They realized what they were being taken for. So they all said, if we drown, if we, if we drown ourselves, we jump overboard, are we going to be Zachar So the greatest amongst them was still a kid himself, but he was, uh, he was the one that they looked up to, the leader of the group, made a drasha. That even from uh, be, between the, the teeth of a lion, we can return. And means even if we throw ourselves overboard and we drown in the sea, we could still return. Once the young ladies heard this, they jumped over and they, they, they fell into the sea, they killed themselves. So the Yeladim made a Kalvachomer and they said, If a woman 
in which it's a normal thing, it's uh, normal, but it's, uh, it's not that uncommon, unfortunately, that women are taken for this kind of purpose, and nevertheless, so it's uh, less of a busha, and still they're willing to kill themselves over it. For men to be taken from Mishka of Zachar, it's an even greater busha. It's even uh, it's a more uncommon and more, more uh, type of thing to happen. So we, all the more so, should, uh, should have to give up our lives. So they too jumped into the sea. That's a question. The, 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 apparently, they were allowed, it was permissible. With, these are heroes. It was permissible to commit suicide to save themselves from this Avera. So Tosas points out that the Gemara Nevodazar Daf Yudches says, Mutav Mishnasna Val Better that Hakadosh Baruch Hu take your life rather than uh, you take your own life. So a person should not give up their lives. So Tosas suggests that they they realize that they they were going to suffer terrible yisurim and that they might succumb to the Avera. Furthermore, it could be that they were never planning on killing them. It's one thing if they say, uh, give yourselves up for a gile arayas or we're going to kill you. So good, let them kill you. Don't commit suicide. But if they just are going to force you to do gile arayas, they're not offering the option of death. So then you can, uh, you can kill yourself. Then one is allowed to give up, uh, to give up their life. And it's about them that the Pasuk says, Then a second possibility what that Pasuk is going on, It's a reference to the woman and her seven sons. As you they brought the first of the woman's sons in front of Kesar. Amalei, Paluk He said, "I want you to bow to, to worship the Avodah Zarah." Amalehu, he said, "Sorry." Says in the first of the Sarah Zibros, there is only one God. Only Hashem is our God. They took him out and they killed him. As you they brought the second son. Amalei, Paluk Go worship Avodah Zarah. Amalehu, Kasu B'Torah Lo Yelachalu Machirim El Panai. Second of the Sarah Zibros, there is no other God besides Rakhosh Baruch Hu. They killed him. As you they brought the third. I want you to worship that uh, you, 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 you slaughtered to other gods and you're going to be destroyed so they killed him they brought the fourth son they were not allowed to bow to any other god they killed him as well so they killed him as well so they brought the sixth there's no other God except for the Rebbe Shalom. They brought him, they killed him as well. They brought the, uh, what are we up to now? The seventh son. We already took a Shavuot to Kodesh Baruch that we will not exchange a Kodesh Baruch for any other God. And in turn, Hakadosh Baruch Hu says he is never going to trade us for any other nation. Let me at least uh, take my signet, which has my image on it, and you'll bend down and pick it up, and then it will look like at least you accepted the authority of the Melech. So at least that, at least you'll, you'll, you'll I understand you're not going to be Palach Lavodzara, but at least give an image, make it look like you're, you're doing something for me. What a pity! What a what a pity you are, Kesar. You're so worried about your own kavod. All the more so, we should be worried about the honor of the Ribbon uh, Shalom. So they were bringing out the seventh son to kill him. His mother said, Let me uh, bring him to me. Let me at least give him a kiss goodbye. She says to him, When you go up to Shemaim, I want 
want you to go and report to Avram Avinu. I want you to tell Avram Avinu. You were you were took one of your sons for an akeda. And I did put uh, seven mizbechos. I had seven sons that I sacrificed as an akeda. Afi also. Lagag v'naflo mesa. She went up to a roof and she uh, jumped off the roof and she died. Yatsa baskel v'yamra em abanim smecha. A baskel came out and said em abanim smecha that uh, that was her ultimate uh, simcha was that her children were willing to be mosi nefesh for Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So that was uh, th- those are the two of the interpretations of Alecha Ragnu Kalayam. The Gemara says quickly three more interpretations. Rabbi Shimon Levi Yamar Zumila Shnit and Bishmini. It's Alecha Ragnu Kalayam is a reference to Mila because a lot of times it uh, could be dangerous that to do a mila, that's why we're allowed to heat up water for a bismila on Shabbos, you're allowed to be mechal Shabbos for it, because it's considered to be a dangerous procedure, so it's mila nitna bishmini, that harag nukal yom. Rav Shem Elak Shomar El Tamil Chamim Shomar El Chashchita Ba'atzman, it's reference to Tamil Chamim who demonstrate Hil Chashchita on themselves. Dama Rav Kalmili Lichzil Inchi Binafshe, Bar Mishchita V'davar Acher. You can act out and show and demonstrate all sorts of halachos, but you're not supposed to show shchita on oneself, and you're not supposed to show Tsaraas uh, and Maros Nagayim on yourself because it's going to be a bad simon that it might actually happen. Rashi says the concern with Shechita is Shami Yitzchavenu Begrono. You're going to take a Shechita knife and you show uh, this is how you slice, so it's going to, you might, you might actually kill yourself. Marsha says, no, no, even if you're just showing it with your finger, even if you're not actually using a knife, so your finger's not going to cut yourself, it's just a bad simon that you do a Misa that makes it, uh, that, that, that pre- presents that, projects that imagery, that's a bad idea. Rav Nachar Torah, that it's a reference Alecha Ragnu Kalyam to Tamil Chamim who kill themselves over Divrei Torah because Rabbi Shimon Lakish, Rabbi Shimon Lakish, ain't Divrei Torah miskayim and Misha Meimis Atzma Aleim. Divrei Torah only miskayim for someone who kills himself over them. Mishnah Rezos HaTorah Adam Ki Yamos Ba'Ohel that we we kill ourselves in the Ohel of Torah. Okay, Bezashem will pick up with Amrav Rabbi Chana Rabbi Yochanan tomorrow.